rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What the hell is going on? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I see the chat room. I see, I see Jim. I feel like the magic garden. I see you. Who was that? Who was on that? Paula and somebody else was on that. Uh, and they looked in a mirror. I was a kid when that was on. That's how old I am. So, and they, they I, I always used to wonder if they, I, I, well, I wanted them to say my name. I don't think they ever did. My name was not very popular at the time. I was the only Tara in my entire school. So, all right. Yes, yes, thank you guys for hanging out. Sorry about yesterday. So yesterday, I went to downtown to the courthouse, 100 Center Street in New York. You can hear in my voice. I'm already hoarse. Uh, I'm hoarse from yesterday, screaming. And um, I I don't know. The buffering was abysmal. A- after a while, I couldn't even get online anymore. I couldn't get a f- signal on my phone. I don't know if, if it was that they there was just too many signals happening down there. Or you know how the Secret Service sometimes... Well, I don't know. There is... like He does have a Secret Service detail, but... Yeah, because sometimes if you walk by the White House, this is when I, you know, I remember this. They have, and you just can't get a signal. And I think that they're blocking signals in certain locations. But <clears throat> I guess we'll have to put up with my voice. For, see how long I can talk with uh, without losing my voice completely. So, what's on my neck? Anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, yesterday... I want to thank you guys for, I, and I just have to say, it was, I just kept trying to connect to the live stream. It, it, every time I fucking looked at my phone, it said, re, it said buffering. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. And you guys just kept pu- coming back and coming back. So, you know, the long suffering Tarabuster community, I really appreciate it. You know, nothing will deter us from getting together we stick together we win that's the truth so thank you but yeah so i went downtown the this the unfortunate thing for me is that and us i suppose is that i didn't see perjury trader green because she came and went so quickly that all i I heard a big commotion and then next thing you know she she left because she's a filthy coward you know she got out of the car and she was immediately greeted with a real, a true New York serenade. And uh, I appreciate that. But I, everybody all of a sudden started to get loud. And I, and I assumed something was happening. So, you know, we were trying to drown out a, some Nazi. And, uh, and that was correct. But she was gone so quickly, I couldn't even get over there in time. So... So it was a lot of commotion, and I did not see George Santos either because he was another one that cut and ran. But we'll talk about it. But the the I was there for a few hours. I was there. Um, I'm trying to think. When did I get there? Around eleven. 
until about four o'clock. So, um, and by then I had had enough and I'm here to tell you, and that's why last night, well, I got home. I couldn't deal with it anymore. I, I put on Netflix, but I, you, I, I didn't want to, of course I didn't watch Trump's speech. What, what speech? I might as well watch somebody take a shit because that's all it is or vomit. That's a more accurate, well, they're all kind of accurate, but because that's all it is, just a, a vomitous list of grievances, a stream of consciousness from somebody that has no conscience, con- you know, who is devoid of humanity. I mean, of all, I, I, I don't know, let me think about this. Of all the people on the planet to destroy the planet, I guess it's kind of, fitting but i don't know he's not going to destroy the planet at this point he's um but he won't he won't have the power to destroy the planet anymore but he his followers do they i mean they're powerless because they're whiny little bitches but they will create problems this is the problem you know there's always the lone asshole you know, in that crowd that I had to, I, I, I always, I always joke that I was, that I'm like Jane Goodall studying Trump Z's. You know, I study Trump Z's like Jane Goodall studied the apes. And, but I'm telling you the apes, I'd rather spend time with the apes because at least the apes are charming and intelligent and they are, they have more humanity, the apes. They're not, they're not incredibly dumb and also vile. That's the other thing I have to tell you. They're, the, they are so fucked up, you know, and I've been in a, enough therapy and group therapy and I've been to rehab too. So, you know, I know whenever I say something is fucked up, I hear in my head, I hear fucked up is not a feeling, you know, you have to describe it. Well, what is it about them? Um, they, I mean, they're just horrible garbage people that are very, very sick and sad. And, you know, because, and here's the contrast. We're over here, you know, they, so they, they separated us from, I was, and I walked into the area and I was like, where are the normal people? You know, I asked one of the cops, where are the normal people? And uh, the, it was an African-American cop, and she just laughed because uh, I think she got the joke. But, um, the, you know, she's just like, they're over there. So they separated us through, by that barricade, and they had cops in between. And, of course, you know, it was kind of like a gauntlet. Trump was not going to arrive in that vicinity. So there's no way he would run that gauntlet. Because he's a whiny little bitch. But the whole thing is, you know, think about the fact that he he called for death and destruction. He called for the these these cultists to take back the country that was under attack. And if I'm under attack, you're under attack. Yeah, I, which is a fascist tactic, by the way. That's so Nazi. They, these people are such Nazis. They don't even know. They, they don't understand how Nazi they are. And I'll get to that, too. And because uh, I, I had so many encounters. Well, I had a few encounters with some Trump fans. And, and, uh, and I'm telling you, I could write a 10-page paper 
on these freaks for a, a sociology class. And some, I bet you some right now somebody is, some kid, some young person that's going to save this country is. So, um, but the, is the oh, what was I saying? So the fucking, um, where do I begin? They're just horrible. They're horrible. I'm trying to describe. Like, for example, the first, I walked over to the barricades and, you know, there were a lot of people and there were more, and I have to tell you, oh, this is what I was saying, that um, how he called for you know, unrest in the street. They, I drove my car in to the city yesterday. All right, because I looked at the my you know the transit app, and it said that it was going to take me an hour and a half to get into the city, get downtown, uh, via public, and uh, it was already late. I was running late in my mind. You know, nobody was really. I was meeting my friend, but uh, she was working. She actually is a lawyer who works in the courthouse there. So, but. Uh, I and then you know I was like ah and I looked at the app and it said it was going to take 27 minutes to get to Center Street now, which goes to show you that not the the city was open, you know Trump uh, the Trump's lawyers were saying how they had shut down oh look at look at what ha what's happened here they shut down New York City they had downtown is completely. Bumper to bumper, or whatever the fuck he was saying, bullshit. I, I mean, it was like a very light, normal traffic day in New York. It was actually w quite pleasant, and only when you got right around the courthouse was it barricaded. I parked my car in a lot, about a block away from the courthouse. That's how, you know, uh, how much traffic there was. There was no traffic. It took twenty-seven minutes to get downtown. And that's you don't get that on a on a any other day, really. So, in my, I guess people kind of this is what I thought they they heard that there was going to be chaos, so they stayed away. So, but it was actually it actually worked out for me. So, and anybody else that realized that this is not a big deal, like Trump is a uh, is a pariah to New York City. New York hates Trump. Like anybody that knows Trump, to know him is to hate him. So I'll lower this music since it's Wednesday. We don't really have to pay attention to the music cues. And Friday, hopefully, we'll have Poppy Champlin. She's she's threatening again to call in. I don't know where she's she is, but she's supposed to. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it comes to fruition. So... That's our, the amazing Poppy Champlin. So, um, but anyway, so I was hanging out with normal people. And let me see. Hold on a second. Um, I wanted to play something. Then I just realized that I forgot to grab it. You, you know, I like to grab the videos because it's easier for me to control and play them that rather than off the screen. But. I will, because uh, uh, it was be beautiful. Because what Michael Rappaport, the actor, he's an actor. He's a, now he does podcasts. He does a bunch of things. Um, he's been in a lot of well-known movies. Young, um, I don't remember any off the top of my head, but I know I know him as an actor. 
and he was down there too but i i missed him unfortunately it was really wasn't that big you know i mean i'm surprised i didn't see these people but hold on michael rap okay here we go because he um he posted a brilliant video and it was i don't know maybe you didn't see it i gotta play it for you though uh, hopefully we can you guys will let me know if you hear it off the screen you know this you know the drill let's see let's see there's there's that bitch get the fuck out of new york perjury traitor green you animal, you. <laughs> can you hear that you animal you i just let me see hold on just checking the settings Infected animal. Get the fuck out of here! I love that. I just you love that. I love that the end, you know, that New York, get the fuck out of here. That is so perfect. Go back to the farm, you animal. They're looking for you at the sanctuary. You filthy animal. You chewing on lunatic. Hit her with the space lasers. Blast her with the fucking space lasers. Get the fuck out of here. You animal, you! Go back to the forest! Get the fuck out of here! Hit her with the space lasers! You filthy infected animal! Get out of New York! Get the fuck out of here! Exactly! What a New York welcome! She should she should have no business. She has she has no business being in this city. Get the fuck out of here! Really, and I have to tell you. Um, so let's let's see. Well, I don't even know where to go. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm still processing this. So, all right. Um, I'll just say what happened to me. Um, so, um, and in fact, you know, we we do we call them a cult, and you know, I I am more convinced today after spending these a few hours with them yeah i see them we see them you know we know we might know some friends that might be well i voted for trump because of uh i wanted to shake things up or something stupid like that right some do the some some dumbass douchey reason i voted you know for fiscals i'm all about fiscals my fiscal um you know making the rich richer but you, those are the marginal m maggots. And then you get the cultists. I mean, I guess they're all in a cult now, you know. I don't know, maybe your grannies. At some level, they have to be. It's sort of like in Nazi Germany how, you know, you had the true believers. You had the Hearst vessels, you know, the early adopters of the filth. And then you had those that were like, oh, 
I think I was mentioning this on the chat when I don't know if it went through because everything was buffering when we were talking yesterday during the, um, you know, during the event or whatever, how, um, I was watching a documentary and it's, it's really interesting. I should get the name of this and just post it, but it's cause I have, you know, I love why that's all I do. I watch documentaries. I listen to books on tape and shit. And, uh, every now and then, you know, I have to just tune it out. But anyway, I love, um, not love. I mean, I'm very interested in, uh, the history of the third Reich, uh, because of, Especially, well, I've always been interested because it's fascinating to me how horrible people can be. And um, it's also a warning from history. So, and it's not that long ago. You know, people are still alive that experienced this or that. And uh, and they w are warning us today. You know, and on the show, we read a, an article recently about Hol Holocaust survivor who is still alive. He's over 100 years old saying how the attacks, uh, the Republican attacks on trans people are akin to uh, what happened in the buildup to the Holocaust. So, you know, paying attention is, uh, and never again is the saying. Well, it doesn't mean never again just for a particular minority group, but it, may, um, it should be never again, period, for all of us, regardless of the minority group du jour that they're attacking. And um, so I was watching this documentary and I mean, we knew this before because you always will find collaborators no matter what. And this particular series of documentaries and it takes the rise of the Third Reich from its uh, infancy, so to speak, to, uh, you know, Hitler in the bunker. And it and it goes through all of the different elections, how how many um because uh, there were a few elections where the Nazis actually lost seats in the Reichstag, and and people assumed they were finished, um, and especially when they lost seats, and then they would gain a little and lose, and and it, this went on for a, a decade. Um, many contemporary Germans always they just assumed you know this clown would never truly get ultimate power. And, well, he didn't get the power. He was given power by uh, collaboration between uh, the um, the big business interests and the you know, conservative uh, uh, political authorities that were in control. We were talking about uh, um, Hindenburg. And they put Hitler in, they made, they he eventually relented making Hitler chancellor because he um they they all thought that they could control him and because he wasn't a um you know he wasn't a communist he wasn't a lefty he was they or a social democrat these were the other two parties that were uh, uh large in uh, nazi germany and they um they didn't like the social democrats or the communists because they were you know these were big business uh, elites and they were they didn't like unions so of course they're going to empower a right winger and the and this is what you see all over western uh, civilization all over Europe when the Nazis began to gobble up uh, more territories and occupy more territories you see the right wingers collaborating with the Nazis 
like what happened, the Vichy French. They, well, who were the Vichy French? They were the conservatives. The liberals were the resistance. The liberals were like either under arrest or out uh, fighting, you know, joining the resistance. They, they were the army in exile, joining to liberate their country. This is, I mean, uh, undisputed. This is fact, but whatever, you know, Republicans are, uh, they, they, will, they rewrite history, and especially now. So, and we'll talk about that too. But the, the point is, in this particular documentary, they were talking about how, uh, and one of, uh, well, they, were, they um, were reading contemporary accounts of people's opinions during different election cycles, saying, well, you know, Hitler's finished now and whatnot. And then in a, in, a, as time went on, and Hitler, sort of like Trump, never fully gave up. Even though they, people were like, they were writing him off in certain, um, at certain times. Same thing, just never relenting, never backing down, never conceding, never, you know, always saying everything's rigged, everything's, you know, uh, and never, uh, and always the, they're the victim somehow, you know? And, um, but anyway, uh, what's fascinating, and I'm sure you know what I'm going to say, is that uh, one of the contemporary accounts that in this documentary they read were of Jewish business owners saying that they had voted for Hitler. And um, because they thought, yeah, well, all the uh, other bullshit will fall by the wayside, they just needed some economic stability. And they thought Hitler would shake things up, right? You find that in uh, history. You find it throughout history. It doesn't matter. You know, you will always find collaborators. And, uh, you know, you find them today. That's why there's, uh, at this rally yesterday, being so close to a bunch of cultists is... um, you know, is it is energy draining because it's uh, while we're over. So let's say the normal people are are fighting for legitimate things. We're talking about health care, living wages, retirement security, right? They're they're are they're countering with, um, you know, the the Bilderbergs or uh, Hunter Biden or you know, bullshit or, um, you know, just, just complete fucking bullshit that doesn't matter. It's crazy making. So I, I just, well, first of all, there were many vile people too. Another thing is I, what I noticed was that, I don't know, maybe we were showing this might've got through on the video. I didn't watch all the videos from yesterday. And I, so I didn't really see what went through, but there were some of the Trump and Z's. Uh, there's one, there was one guy there in particular who I recognize and I might, I might be wrong, but he was wearing a golden mask and this same guy with a golden mask, he might've been a different guy. I'm not sure now that I'm saying it, but they just having the same mask but a golden uh, Guy Fox mask. And this guy got arrested at the Drag Queen Story Hour on 14th Street in, um, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Letitia James gave, uh, hosted Drag Queen Story Hour at, um, at the LGBT 
Center uh, on 14th Street. And, of course, more normal people came out as a human shield. And of, and then you had the, the proud pricks and the, uh, you know, and the QAnons and the cultists and the homophobes and the self-loathing closet cases, uh, which I guess that's the umbrella term for all of them. Uh, but this guy in particular, I, I, I think he was the same that guy that got arrested for. He, well, he was arrested and released uh, and charged with misdemeanor assault, apparently, but whatever. He's a violent piece of shit. So um, they, uh, he, he was, so there was a couple of guys standing next to me at the barricades. And uh, you know what I'm going to say. And they, these guys were gay. Uh, and they were, you know, wearing uh, rainbows and whatnot. And um, so this must have triggered the self-loathing closet case with the golden mask. And it was fascinating. But it's like we say all the time, because they are, if only they get help and stop projecting, you had to hear this guy's mouth. He, he's saying to, he starts arguing with the, with the men He's like, your asshole must be so big. It must be this big. And he's holding up his hands. And he's like, you like sucking dick. Like, he's saying this as if, you know, ouch, you hurt me. And we're, like, looking at each other. Uh, I'm saying, this guy is a, a, he is a closet case. Oh, my God. And we're laughing at him and just saying, like, get help. Like, you're not... You're not upsetting us. You're you're pathetic. You might as well be screaming, I need the arms of a big, strong man around me. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, you know what I'm saying, though. You know, I'm gay. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Who actually cares? Unless you are a closet case. Who cares? You know, you suck dick. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Why do you care? What And why do you go there? You know, this is what you're saying. You're arguing with somebody. You're arguing with a stranger. You don't even know across a barricade because a fucking con man got arrested. Finally, there's a, the long arm of the law reached the con man who's been getting away with all of his petty crimes and misdemeanors and uh, not just petty crimes, but all of his crimes, his uh, uh, big, indifferent, small, little, medium-sized crimes. He's just a fucking criminal, a piece of dirt. His entire life is a is a crime scene. So f- he finally, this, the laws of the land apply to the con man too. And you're upset. Uh, you're so upset you're yelling at some stranger across the barricade saying your asshole has to be this big. Because you're thinking about that, that, right? That's what you're thinking. That's where his head is at because he is a fucking closet case. Nobody, there is no other explanation. And we know that the, there are numerous studies that have, that's, that's verify that the telltale sign of a closet case is homophobia. The hom- the homophobes are gay. Homophobes are secretly, they are they're not too secret, but they're self-loathing gays. And it's very sad that they can't simply live 
their authentic life. And that's the other thing, you know, they, they keep, oh, the, the, this is the other thing. Now I have been in this, uh, you know, I've been a liberal my entire life. As soon as I, I mean, I know I've been, I was born a liberal because being a liberal means being a human being. So, but I know that, um, you know, uh, my entire life I have been, you know, kind of, I've, uh, what, what's the word? Like I've encountered right wingers, you know? So for example, when, uh, the, when the Supreme court was arguing Obamacare, I was in Washington DC with Mike Malloy. I was helping Mike Malloy field produce the Michael, Mike Malloy show from DC. And, uh, I had the opportunity to interview and talk with some right wingers, the uh, the counter protesters, the and the lady with the with the hand that said, "Keep your government hands off my Medicare, my uh, yeah, off my Medicare." She had the big um, or Medicaid, whatever the fuck. She had the big Mickey Mouse hand, and her picture was everywhere. I talked to that lady, and she she was a you know she seemed like a nice lady, but I. I, I, I don't know. Um, and I, of course, delusional. And when I was speaking with her and I was, you know, she was just, you know, I was able to at least semi have a conversation with her. And I, and of course she was, she seemed very irrational. Cause I, I remember saying to her, you know, well, you know, uh, every, whatever, every other country has universal health. I mean, we're fucking still dealing with this shit, of course, but she's, um, I remember her saying, well, nobody is saying that people shouldn't get health care. That's why we have uh, emergency rooms. You know, the worst and most expensive and uh, least effective way to treat illnesses is when you're uh, so sick, you got to go to an emergency room because you you haven't been to the doctor in five years. Right. Um, That's the worst. But anyway, but that's what she was advocating for we have the emergency room you know when your tumor gets to be so big that you that you can't drive your uber anymore then then you drag your ass into the um you know into the emergency room when it's too far gone to do anything about so you just die but anyway whatever and but at least she wasn't a foaming at the mouth uh freak well she was a freak she was a foaming at the, she wasn't foaming at the mouth though she was able to not you know she was able to be somewhat sim- civilized i suppose and uh that's gone now these trump are they are a cult they are a violent cult they are an ugly cult and being ugly is their baseline that's who they are there's there's and they must be legally and peacefully crushed without apology i have to say it is and and when i was talking with other normal people and i was saying that um you know they're they're a lost cause there's and this is validation listening to them because the other thing oh they they were um of course very um upset about trans people that's another thing which we know i mean it just goes to show you how easily manipulated they are and for for years like i was just saying you know i've encountered right wingers this is the first time 
in all of my years encountering right wingers that they're so upset about trans people, you know, that everybody's a groomer and you're just grooming. And that's what we kept hearing, you know, how it fucking, uh, you know, Trump's getting arrested because he's he's a he's a fraud. He's a fraudster, president fraud, as his one of his lawyers called him by accident, but on purpose. Um, but they're like, you are you want people to change their gender like this one ugly bitch that was standing across from me was kept screaming about people's genders and i and i i I was just like what fucking business is it of yours shut your filthy mouth and leave people alone just shut up Nobody's asking you to change your gender. Let people live. Shut your filthy mouth. I thought you liked freedom. I said to this bitch. I thought, and then, and, and but, but this is, um, it, you know, it is a lost cause that I, you know, I realize that, yeah, you know, I, I do realize, like it's, it's, it's futile talking to them. But whatever, they don't. I mean, the other thing is that, especially in with this woman. In particular, when I, that was a very ugly person, you know, on the inside. Um, and she she was like, somebody said something to her. You know, a lot of the time I was just standing there watching this bullshit and talking and, you know, and noticing there was one kid there. And I was like, if this were Nazi Germany, uh, uh, there is no doubt he would be in a brown shirt painting Stars of David on Jewish businesses. There is no doubt. I mean, this is who these people are. They are easily led. You know, they, these people didn't know about trans people uh, or anything up the wazoo uh, how long ago. Now, all of a sudden, that's all they think about. Trans people, trans people. And I have news for these fucking morons. You know, drag queen story hour has been going on for, for, for forever. I remember 30 years ago or whatever, going to the LGBTQ center when I was young and seeing signs for drag queen story hour. And I remember specifically because, you know, it was interesting to me. I was like, oh, what is that? That's, you know, it's different. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing. And there, not that I ever went to it, but it was there. And now all of a sudden it's a threat to, to civilization and you know, not not the tax cheating, draft dodging, wannabe dictator con man who thinks he's above the law. That's not the threat to civilization. It's uh, it's drag queens, you know, which aren't trans people. You know what I mean? This is the other thing. This is how stupid and horrible they are. They conflate trans people with drag queens, and uh, you know, because they're they're dumb and they it's ignorance. It's just complete ignorance. And we, we know how, um, what do you call it? How obsessed they are with the peepee. And it is true. I saw it yesterday. It's all peepees, peepees about this peepee is your peepee. You know, you're, do, you like peepees. What? And you know, that's what the guy was saying to the, the, the guy that was standing next to me. You're, you like peepees. You want a peepee. Everybody's a peepee. You know, it's the peepee police. What's your peepee doing? They're very obsessed, like infants are. 
I mean, one guy literally, he had a sign and, uh, you know, of course he was trying to trigger the libs and it said fags for Trump. You see who these people are? Fags for Trump. You see? Because that's supposed to make us go, I'm so mad. No, but what it does is, is prove us correct that we, that you are vile. That you are a, you're disgusting, and Republicans, conservatism never ages well. That's the thing. Literally and figuratively, they do not age well. They, uh, you know, and that's not going to age well. Fags for Trump? You look, you know, stop proving me right. You want to pretend you're, you're not a disgusting fascist death cult? Stop acting like one. Really, and the, but they are a, they are a lost cause, especially the ones who call who uh, rally to uh, the con man's call. Those are the that's the real you know strap on a suicide vest, and they will. There was and they literally, I mean, had a had a flag. You know, they they love their giant flags because they're all overcompensating for pick a pick whatever really. What be it their peepees or their masculinity or their patriotism? You know, it's over. They 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 have to, you know, uh, hide the fact. Well, especially about patriotism. You know, they really hate America when it comes down to it. They hate, and I we talk about it all the time. I'm not. Ju- it's not a pejorative. It's not just me being hyperbolic and throwing, you know, fireballs out there. Uh, it's about. It's the truth, you know. If you you hate the nation of immigrants, you hate democracy, you hate the nation of laws, you hate the separation of powers, all of the things, you know, you hate all of the pillars of democracy. You hate education. You hate, uh, uh, you know, e pluribus unum. You hate the constitutionally limited democratic republic. You hate an economically vibrant working class majority. You hate public education. You hate the history of the country. You know, they say that liberals hate the, the, they, we hate America because we are, what we recognize the flaws. We recognize the troubling parts of our history, which it's not, it's not about hate. It's about trying to make it better. You, how do you fix something if you don't take a searching and fearless moral inventory of it, huh? Right? People know what I'm talking about. So, you know, that's, you, you do that because you love something and you want it to last. You, you want it to be better. You want to make it sustainable for the future. You want it to live up to its founding ideals and documents and promises but republicans hate that they that's why you know they want they're trying to des- destroy america for this f- this filthy filthy con man i mean nothing about this their their furor is redeeming he has he he offers nothing to society he offers Nothing but, he's nothing but a succubus. You know, it's like an energy drain. And the rest of them are energy drains too, you know. The rest of them are, they're all so exhausting. 
Oh, and so, and I'll I'll give you an example. I guess I'll talk about this the this old guy that came over, and so some of them, as I was downtown, um, you know, I'm standing there, joining in the chants, lock them, lock them up, you know, that was the, that's the old standby, uh, no uh, no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA, you know, the uh, the 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 all the hits, right. And um, some there were some Trump bandsies coming around trying to infiltrate and uh, whatever who cares you know people were were uh, they were just walking around but then um, there were a couple of scuffles I didn't see any myself but I was I heard that one of the Trump bandsies punched a normal person and then ran because that's what they do because they're little cowardly bitches. And um, nothing became of it, of course. The cops did nothing, because they are, who knows, they're fucked up. And let's see, hold on. And then I was standing there, and a couple of, uh, like some lady came by with a camera, and they were like, what are you doing here? And I was like, who are you? And who are you with? And she's like, I'm uh, I'm with the media, and I was like, "What media?" Um, I'm with uh, myself. Like she, it was like hum and a hum. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "No, thank you. You you don't know who you're with." I was like, "I'm not trying to uh, become uh, the butt of your joke as you, uh, you know, cut together." something I'm going to, that I say to make me look like an idiot. And that's, if you can identify yourself, like, fuck off. It's probably one of these James O'Keefe types, you know what I mean? This is what they do. Republicans, they are, they selectively edit, especially that um, Project Veritas and all that. They, they're, they're fascists. So this is what they do. They, they don't, you know, cause, um, what do you call it? Because facts have a liberal bias. Uh, facts and reality have a liberal bias. So they make shit up and they do it all the time. So, you know, shit like that was happening. If And if you can't identify, see, if you're from a legitimate news outlet or even just a, a somebody making a podcast or whatever, you would identify yourself. And some people came over to me earlier. I'm from NBC. What are you doing? You know, like asking a question. Fine, they you identify yourself. What's the fucking big deal? What are you hiding? So anyway, uh, I I tell that uh, dumb bitch to move along, and then um, the this old dude came over and I was standing there. This was later on in the day, but I'm I'm telling the story as an illustration of the 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 maggot mind. Okay, and the young person that was at first taking the brunt of this person's whatever, because you know how Republicans, they're like, debate me, debate me. That Like, Perjury Trader Green is always saying this to AOC. He won't debate me. Lauren, banned from the bowling alley, Bobert, debate me, debate me. They all want to fucking debate AOC. Who would wipe the floor with her? It doesn't matter, though, because it's not about debate. There is no debating a a brick wall. 
you see they're just and plus you can only how can you debate somebody that is not living on the same planet they they are operating not from the same set of facts that's the problem they make shit up and um so this old dude came over and he was talking about abortion you know it was like you hate babies you kill babies he was saying to this this kid and I was standing there, and then I, you know, of course, I was like, "Well, you know." Oh, and he pointed at me. This is what happened. This fucking old piece of shit. Excuse me. I mean, I'm not that young either. So, but uh, he was just, I mean, old as in old um, ideology. Old as uh, you know, uh, the the ghost of the Gilded Age, the ghost of the well, not even the Dark Ages, really. So that's what I mean. So. He was, he, I had, I had my fascism equals death shirt on available at the Terrorbuster merch store. <laughs> that I was, it's not a plug. It is, it is what it is. And, um, he's like, yes, I agree with that. And I was like, yeah, good. He's like, fascism is a left wing ideology. And I was like, here we go. And everybody was like, oh, and there, there goes the groan. Because that's bullshit, of course. I was like, it's not a left wing. He's like, what does, tell me, what makes it a right wing ideology? And I was like, uh, let's see, rampant sexism, cap, uh, authoritarianism, cronyism, the dissolution of labor unions, uh, you know, uh, I mean, sexism, what else did I say? You know, militarism. Uh, and I went on, you know, basically the 15 uh, characteristics, characteristics or 14 characteristics of fascism. And he, as soon as I finish, he says, fascism is a left-wing ideology. You see what I'm saying? And this went around and I, and he's like, you won't answer me. What makes it right wing? And I was like, I just fucking went through it. Are you deaf? And then he was, um, then he was very, um, it's very bizarre. And, and I said, uh, you know, he went back, he was talking about abortion. And he's like, will you, he's pointing at me, probably because I was a woman. This is what I gathered. Uh, I was standing there. Was a f there was a few men around, a younger guy who was like a college student and me. So, because I'm a woman, you know, and then he was like, you're Irish, aren't you? You, uh, if, I, if I point that out, you're, that you have, uh, that your skin will burn in the sun why uh, does that make me racist? You see, I mean, these people are fucked up. This is what's coming out of his mouth. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? And, uh, but then he's like, will you condemn Margaret Sanger? Will you, you, you refuse to condemn Margaret Sanger? I said, I don't give a shit about Margaret Sanger. What does that have to do with anything? She was a eugenicist. And here's the thing. Margaret Sanger believed in eugenics. She was, she is screwed. That does, that has no fucking bearing on my life or has, does it have bearing on, um, you know, on pr Planned Parenthood or abortion access or 
bodily autonomy that has no fucking bearing. And I said, will you condemn your Fiora, who believes that he's above everybody because he's got good genes, which is basically eugenics. So, you know, just because he has his, his, his uh, uncle was some kind of professor that he's, but he knows all that his uncle knew by osmosis because he's got good genes. And the guy's response was, uh, well, he was a professor, right? He was a professor. So, and I mean, exactly on the, on the chat, <laughs> Bracktooth, it's a waste of time debating people like that. Exactly. I don't do it anymore. I usually wouldn't, but it was, it was, they, I was there, you know, and he was, I'm not, deb I mean, it's, am I debating? It's just, I guess that's a debate, but, uh, because, but I didn't consider it in a, like, you're not getting through to anybody. It was, I was saying it more so for, um, f that, um, the stupidity didn't hang in the air unchallenged, you know, and he, so here's, here's some of the things the guy thought. And I mean, we can, uh, go through how stupid it is, but of course, you know, fascism is a left wing thing that that's, a, that's the right wing, um, revisionist history that the socialists, national socialists, right? Oh, well, they were called national socialists. So, uh, the, uh, the, I, and I was, and I said what we say on the show. Yeah. They were as socialist as the democratic people's Republic of North Korea is a, uh, democratic Republic. And, um, and I asked him what, what socialist movement would disband labor unions? Oh, well, the, the, he just, Hitler just did that because he didn't like the competition. That's what he said. He didn't like, the, well, the competition for what? You know? I, it's unfucking real. And um, so anything that you say, it's like, it goes, I mean, it really is true. I used to say that the Republican motto should be, well, not just I know you are, but what am I? But I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say to me uh, bounces off of me and sticks to you, right? Because <laughs> they are that infantile, too. So he kept, he kept saying, will you condemn Margaret Sanger? She won't condemn Margaret Sanger. She won't. And then he, like, he just kept, and I, I finally got to the point. I was like, will you stop fucking pointing at me with this Margaret Sanger shit? You don't know who the fuck I am, Margaret Sanger. I don't give a shit about Margaret Sanger. I don't give a shit about some bitch who, who's, who's dead a hundred years. Who cares? That has no bearing on what we're talking about. Will you condemn a fascist who thinks he's got good genes and that's why he wants to be uh, the king of the United States? Will you condemn that? Will you condemn the fact that the abortion rate goes down, uh, I mean, goes up under Republican policies? How come you don't condemn that? You're all worried about abortion. And then he was saying, so, okay, uh, you know, will you condemn uh, the fact uh, he was uh, going on about how, um, of course, the old racist trope that um, welfare, the welfare state is what causes... Um, income disparity because i you know, i mentioned how the united states is now the the least upwardly mobile thanks to reaganomics and uh 
you know, the widest income gap. And because he was he was saying how um, how great Trump is, how Trump did so many great things. And everybody was like, of course, this is complete nonsense. He did nothing except exacerbate the income gap. And that's all. That's really all he did. And um, I said, uh, well, uh, why do you think the United States went from the most to the least upwardly mobile? And guess what? The answer is welfare. That's what the that's what they think, you know. And I said, this, th- of course, that's absolute bullshit because what you're telling me is that the as the social safety net shrinks, the income disparity, uh, I mean, gets get, shouldn't it get better in in that estimation? But as for the last forty years, as the Republicans have attacked the social safety net and we have the most paltry social safety net of all the dem- all the western democracies uh the the income gap just gets wider and wider and the upward immobility gets worse so and he blamed that on uh what was it oh yeah universities people kids shouldn't go to universities because they are being taught to hate America in the universities. And um, that means if you learn something that doesn't fit the, uh, the fascist, uh, you know, the fatherland point of view, then, like, if you learn the actual history, then you hate America. This is where they're coming from, you see. This is what they actually believe. And um, when it's the opposite, this is why we have to continue to be unapologetic and push back on them no matter what, because really, ultimately, they do look ridiculous. They are ridiculous. And the only thing that um, that's well, not encouraging, but the guy's a lost cause. Of course, there's no there's no bringing him around, you know, to uh he, he's not going to change. And one of the most fascinating things, there was another guy who was standing next to me and he, I kept checking in on him cause he was, he had a very, uh, funny, um, you know, it was kind of like a funny point of view. He kept just saying, it's not even worth it. It's not worth it. Like he was like kind of the voice of reason. And I, uh, and he was just saying, you know, it's not worth it. These people are, they're not. And I, I, I agree. Of course they're not, we're, but we're not, I wasn't trying to, you know, uh, convert him. There's no way. He's a done deal. That, and that's who they are. They are done. These people are done. They're, they are the 35% authoritarian followers who we have to endure them. You know, these are the same people that will, they will um, take all the benefits of civilization that liberals make possible in spite of conservatism. But uh, and they will, you know, they'll they'll gladly partake in all the social safety nets that we we revive and and rescue and resuscitate and create. But they'll, you know, uh, they will um, always they will always be the albatrosses around our uh, national necks. Really, and this is how they are. This is what we have always had to endure. Every country has them. They are a, and this is why Trump's um, approval rating doesn't go below 35% because they are 
the 35% authoritarian followers. And the other thing about them, I have to tell you the, just a couple of more things about the event. Then we'll get on to other things too. I mean, well, whatever, you know what I mean. But um, they, uh, the, they're just horrible people. One, the, they, you know, for people that are so worried about grooming, they don't know how to behave themselves. There was one woman there and it was, she was very disgusting, just uh, leaning on the barricade making all kinds of obscene gestures. It was, it was kind of fascinating. And these are the same people that are like groomers, groomers, groomers. And then she's like making all kinds of uh, like cunnilingus gestures and just very sick, fucked up people. And there they are. They're all, they get together and they're like, but uh, the same people that are holding up pictures of Hunter Biden, you know, naked, right? Uh, are the ones that are talking about how uh, somebody's asshole is big and how, you know, here uh, they're making all kinds of obscene gestures. It's just it's crazy. They're, they are, uh, they're disgusting, yeah. I mean, I did take videos of it, but whatever. I didn't go through them, and I, ha I have them on the computer. I, don't, I, I did not watch them because I was or already, I was done. I was like... <laughs> drained by them when I was really, really tired when I got home. I was like over exhausted and it wasn't just physically tired. I was emotionally tired from being in their, just being in their sphere, being in their vicinity, watching them, looking at them, reading their stupid, stupid signs, listening to their, their stupid justifications for things uh their their moronity their their complete stupidity and lack of knowledge really they have no intellectual curiosity they know you know it's so clear that they are victims of fox news they get all their talking points from fox news and and the like and worse you know fox news is just as bad but they it's worse, you know. They fan out on the right wing, uh, where you know the sewer, and that's where they get all their information. And this is why they're so twisted, and and misinformed, they're and malinformed. And that's why they hate, they hate education, they hate reading. You know, these are they're banning books. They're trying to limit education. They want to bring us back to the times that the founders fought a revolution to escape. And I'm not, and I mean, and the founders for all their hypocrisies and failings themselves, I'm talking, you know, we, we are well aware of that, but they, they're trying to bring us back to a kind of world where the rich run and own everything and everybody else knows their place. And that would be just fine for these for these Trump bandies because they want, they like hierarchy. They, they, they're very fearful people. And really that's what's, that is why they're so angry. That's what it's all about. They are, they are terrified of, uh, they hate democracy because, you know, there's so many people, there's all kinds of people, there's all kinds of di di diversity that is frightening to them. And um, the last thing, oh, well, where is the thing here? I, uh, one of the most fascinating 
and uh, freakish, of course. Incredibly dis- weird. Where is it? God damn it. Let me see. Was somebody was was holding a, a sign? A gi- not a sign. A giant flag. And uh, it said, did I tell you this? Uh, it said Trump or death on it. Yeah. Did I already mention this? Trump or death. And I was like, okay. I'll take that bet. Trump or death? Go for it, you know? Rapture the fuck out of here. Please. Let me see. This is a pic. Well, this is not from that day. Trump or death flag. Let's see. Um, Looking in the news. I know I have pictures of it. Trump or death. Look at how infantile. I'm just looking at, I'm looking for the Trump or death sign here. I'll show you. Look at this. Look at these assholes. Oh, of course, we, we got some let's go Brandon chants because they're infants. And then I started a thank you, Brandon, you know, <laughs> just to because they're very easily triggered. Look, I'll be back. What kind of shit is this? Fuck you. I'll be back. And why? What, what do you want? Uh, what's your platform? Oh, it's trigger the libs. That's my platform. It's um no pee pee in in the wrong bathroom. It's um only books that don't have uh, drag queens in them. No reading anything that I don't like. That's what they got. That's their platform. We're here fighting for, you know, actual things. Expanding healthcare while they're rolling it back. We're trying to expand, you know, the middle class, rebuild it in spite of Republicans trickling on us and telling us uh, it's raining. Infrastructure week is no longer a laugh line. Trump 2024, I'll be back. Because they're fucking infants. Do I mean it's uh, it's not even like a cliche? Is it a cliche? I don't know. It's it's real. It's happening. It's them. I'll be back. Oh my God! Look, they they oh whatever. Who cares? Look at that piece of shit too. They can't even make a nice graphic. Like the, it's so raggy and and pixelated, the text <laughs> it looks like shit. Well, what are you? Well, shit in, shit out. Trump or death? This is the flag that they were flying. Trump or death? Well, and um, people have interviewed the person that was holding the Trump or death flag, and they're like, "Not my death. I don't know. Cause somebody's death, not mine." Somebody's going to be dead. Not me. I'm not talking about me. Well, who? Who then? Well, these are violent, anti-American monsters. 
You see, they hate America. They lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society. I wish they would stop proving me wrong. I mean, correct, proving me wrong, proving me correct. And I wish they would start proving me wrong, right? Trump or death. But they're all, they're all crying about death. You know, they're, they, you know, because the con man, he, they're like, he's, he's being persecuted. Well, we've seen the, I'm sure, yeah, the Daily Show put together this montage. It's pretty good. The mon- of all the uh, crying conservatives. Wait, where's my ecam? Ecam. Where are you, Ecam? Anything more heartbreaking than the tears of a conservative? My heart is broken. I had some tears (laughs) in my eyes. Every single hour, all across America's conservative TV networks, another sad Republican cries about Donald Trump's indictment. Looking a little emotional, I feel the same way. I know voodoo's legal in New York, but this is legal voodoo. We didn't get so much as a speeding ticket before my father went into office. At some point, the guy deserves a pass. I don't really feel right right now living in this police state. This is like communist level shit. These men are suffering because Trump is suffering the consequences of his actions. I love men it. that were tough and strong and they saw me and they were crying. These aren't <laughs> emotional people and they have tears in their eyes. Tears coming down their eyes. You can help these big, strong, weak little bitches. Give the president some money to fight this bullshit. Give money so he can defend himself. Give the man some money. You heard that blubbering elf. Call now before (laughs) it's too late or before Trump gets charged with his next crime or his next one. Yeah. Or his next one. It's coming. You get it. Yes. Help a conservative. What did it say at the end? Help a conservative through an event that is apparently sadder than a school shooting. That is the truth. I was going to do a little YouTube short on that. How, you know, you don't see Lindsey Graham crying about murdered children. You just see him crying about Trump, the con man. Send him some money. Somebody send him some money. He don't have enough money. He's supposed to be a billionaire. I thought, isn't he a billionaire? What's a fucking billionaire crying about? Give me $5. You got $5, dummy? Hey, you, you with the obscene gestures, give me your $5. Hey, you, the one who wants to, who secretly wants to suck somebody off, uh, got $5? You, the old cracker, you know, your racist old cracker. Who says you're not really racist? Well, they are. That's the way they all are. They're not really racist. He's he's just being picked on, right? Give me five dollars. Yeah, they're not racist. See, what if I? That was his point. You see, when he asked me to, uh, if I said that your skin burns in the sun, does that mean I'm racist? What? Are you who? Who even thinks like this? You understand? Who thinks like this? Because what did you say? You said something to something. Why, why don't you shut your filthy mouth? You know, if somebody's calling you, if you're getting charged with racism, if people say, hey, that's racist, shut up, old man, then maybe you should take the cotton out of your ears and put it in your mouth. 
and listen. But, oh, um, he's not racist, but he, he does believe that black people uh, need to be treated, te- well, they need to be taught the dignity of work. That's another thing he said, that they, they get that Democrats, it's, this, it's the old racist trope. It's the rehash of the racist trope. And then I reminded him, and of course, uh, other people uh, went, you know, they said, I have to say that they were telling me, preach, preach, girl. So it was like a little revival there. And because I said, it was Republican, the whole Republican um, attack on welfare and attack on Democrats, that Democrats give black, the reason that black people vote or people with darker pigment vote for Democrats at, at 90%, because 90% of people with darker pigment vote Democratic. And Republicans tell each other, well, that's because Democrats give black people welfare. And that's a bribe. They're bribing them with welfare. Because in their minds, you know, black people are just hanging out in a social safety net habit because they have to be taught the dignity of work. You see, they because uh, they're inherently lazy. This is the the this is their what they believe because they're filthy racists and they you know they don't know what they're talking about, and that's just the update of the old racist trope that slave owners used to use, justifying slavery, saying that they needed to teach black people the te- the dignity of work that's why it was in their best interest to be enslaved because you know they were inherently lazy and it's the same fucking thing like to say that never mind facts that percentage wise white people are on welfare in a high and as a percentage higher more than uh, people with darker pigment don't matter that don't facts don't matter Facts have a liberal bias. Just like saying that uh, fascism is a right-wing ideology. That doesn't suit their agenda. That's because that's just the facts. Fascism is a conservative ideology. It's a right-wing ideology. So, But they don't care. You know, fascism, it, keeping with fascism, it doesn't have an interest in facts. It creates its own set of facts. And uh, there you go. So um, here we go. And they're disgusting people. So, but we got some good news. Um, I'm sure you saw that the Wisconsin judge. Well, this this is going to show the that. I mean, to me, it's heartening to hear that maybe um, people are they've had enough of the con man and his cult. And, of course, they don't like being treated, especially women, you know, of course, don't like being treated like second-class citizens and being put back in, uh, you know, uh, arguing that, um, you know, it's not 1840-something anymore. You know, I, I can't even believe that Republicans, they are literally arguing for a law that was created in the 19th century. Not even at the end of the 19th century. They want women to go back. If that doesn't say everything about how uh, what Republicans are, that they want women to be dragged back to their place, it has nothing to do with abortion. They hate 
they hate babies as much as they hate, you know, I mean, well, they like, well, they like fetuses because they're attached to women they want to control, right? But they really hate everything else. They hate life. They hate children, adolescents, prepubescents, toddlers. They hate them all. They hate, I mean, look at, you know, they don't shed a tear from murdered children. And, um, oh, and no surprise, the guy who, uh, uh, you know, the, the dumb dumb I was so-called debating or part of the debate, he, he thought that um, teachers, the reason we have school massacres is that teachers aren't carrying guns. And there you go. I mean, these people have no business. They have no interest in a modern civilization. They really... Um, you know, they have no, they have no ability to function in a free democratic society. But, uh, here's another example of Trumpism in action. The, the, so the Wisconsin, uh, the people of Wisconsin, uh, they decided that they don't want to be, uh, you know, on the road to the handmaid's tale. And they chose a liberal judge over a conservative fascist. And the fascists, you know, you would think, remember the good old days when Republicans would concede? And remember those days when we had free and fair elections and shit? Well, those days are over. Here's, here's the Trump effect in full effect. In case you missed this, this is Dan, the judge, Dan Kelly, who the people of Wisconsin rightfully did not uh, vote for. They sent him packing, and uh, they certainly made the best choice. If one, uh, uh, as, this, uh, as this video is a testament to. And it brings me no joy to say this. I wish that in a circumstance like this, I would be able to concede to a worthy opponent. Can you hear this? It's a little low. But I do not have a worthy opponent to which I can concede. Can you believe this? This was the most deeply deceitful, dishonorable, despicable campaign I have ever seen run for the courts. Unreal. It was truly beneath contempt. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now I say this not because we oh. did not prevail. No, no. I do not say this because of the rancid slanders that were launched against Sure, no. You're being you're just being magnanimous. You're 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 you just it was a perfect campaign. You ran a perfect campaign that included, I'm sure, so many perfect phone calls. Wait, I need to re uh, I need to re export that. It's a little low, don't you think? Right. Let me do that. Let me export that. Hold on. See, I, I, we're producing the show on the air as we go. It is a little low, right? It's hard to hear. It's hard to hear. Let me see. Hold on. I mean, they have no... They, they should be embarrassed, but they have no ability to be embarrassed. That's another thing, actually. One of the takeaways from yesterday's event meeting these or being in the vicinity of the Trump Anzies 
I, I, I kept thinking that these people would be embarrassed if they had the ability to be embarrassed. You know, they would be, they, they would be, I mean, this is something to be embarrassed about. They are acting very, uh, disgracefully, <laughs> you know, I mean, I would be embarrassed. You would hope it's sort of like, I don't know. Like if you get drunk or something and do something stupid and somebody gets it on video and then later on when your head clears up, you're like, I mean, I haven't been drunk in over 20 years, but you know, and somebody shows you and you're like, oh God, you cringe, but that's how they live their lives. And I guess it's, they must go back to their bubbles on Staten Island or Long Island or wherever the fuck they come from. Oh, and then there was, you know, I, sh I wish I had gotten this on tape because there were some normal people with darker pigment on the normal people side. And then there were a few um, of the blacks for Trump who were wearing like blacks for Trump 2020. They couldn't even update their shirts. Um, and there were uh, people that were like talking to them saying like, uh, you must be an embarrassment to your family. You're a disgrace, like trying to um, talk to them, trying to talk them off the ledge, may even. But and it brings me no joy to say this. I wish that in a circumstance like this, I would be able to concede to a worthy opponent. It's fucking unreal. But I do not have a worthy opponent wow. to which can I can conceive this. It's like, what do you even say about someone this was the so most deeply deceitful, disgusting, dishonorable, despicable campaign I have ever seen run? Really? Give us an example. You notice now I want to point this it, out because this is what the right wingers do. They never give us an example. Give us. They just throw out you know, projection, exactly, Terry on the chat. They just throw out all kinds of accusations. This is a disgusting, deceitful, disgraceful. Give us an example. Well, it was disgusting because you ask me, ask me, right? You, if you, people say, well, why do you say Republicans hate America? I'm like, well, ha let me count the ways. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate e pluribus unum. They hate everything that actually makes this country, you know, uh, an exceptional nation. They hate that we are a nation of laws. They hate the diversity of the country. They hate, you know, leaving the whole notion of leaving no one behind. They leave people behind all the time. But that's, you know, I mean, we can go on and on about how they hate democracy which is they hate the liberal age of enlightenment. They're constantly trying to rewrite the history of the country. They hate the country because they don't want to do anything about our, our issues or problems. They don't want to make a more perfect union. They, would, they, they hate public education. That's a pillar of democracy. They hate the press. That is the only profession enshrined in the Constitution as vital for democracy. So it's like, you know, I'm not just standing here saying Republicans hate this country. We got the we, we got some stuff to back it up. We got the receipts. But you don't hear anything from his mouth. It's just nothing but 
but a, a litany of complaints of unsubstantiated charges and complaints. And he looks like a dick. But uh, if you, I don't know if you can hear it, but there are people in the audience that are like, yeah, right, yeah. Like they're agreeing with him because this is the new Republican playbook. They're, they've thrown out the old, well, they, they've kept Lee Atwater's playbook and they've expanded on it. And, and, and they've added Mein Kampf to it, which is don't concede. Don't ever admit defeat. Don't ever be play your part in ensuring that democracy survives. Don't ever be a, a gracious loser because an authoritarian can never lose. So if something, uh, it, I mean, it's, this is the, um, the, the part of the psychology. It's never your fault if something bad happens. It's, some, it's somebody else's fault, especially your opponent. It's somebody else. Or if you can't find an opponent to point the finger at or a targeted minority group, you will blame uh, an advisor. So one of your advisors will have to fall on their sword, but it will never be the, the Fuhrer's fault. So... Um, this is the new Republican playbook. Never admit defeat because you're, uh, they, they're not even trying to play the game of democracy anymore. They're not playing that game. Their new, their new game is, you know, I mean, it's a game that they've always had lying underneath the surface. It is overthrow democracy. And you do that by, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> by doing what they're doing, by undermining democracy, undermining faith in the system, that you're not just, um, you don't just hold a different political point of view. You know, it's not like you're, you're all Americans and you just have two different ways or ideas about how to, create and or keep the constitutionally limited democratic republic and uh, uh upward mobility of the working class majority you know you know did it bug out i could hear i heard it in my headset this keeps happening i got a brand new computer we're back are we back one, two, three. I heard it pop out my headset. Shit. I don't know why it keeps doing that. It's really annoying. That I, I spent all this money on this fucking computer. All right. But where was I? Let's uh, keep playing this. Come on. It's not playing. Truly beneath contempt. <laughs> yes, you are. Now, I say this not because we did not prevail. Oh, yes. You're I do so not say this because of the rancid slanders that were launched against me. Like what? Tell us. Tell us. What's the slander? Uh, the slander was that what? I don't know. We, I guess we'll, it'll be a mystery. Um, she, she spoke. I think the uh, the um, judge who was elected said that this is a 
you know, he's anti-abortion, that if he becomes the judge, you can kiss your, your freedom, your bodily autonomy goodbye. And of course, we there are uh, we got the receipts on that too, that that's who he is. But you know, Republicans, it's like Kavanaugh. You just say whatever the fuck you want. Well, not just Kavanaugh, all of them. You say whatever you want to say, whatever you think will advance you. Uh, you lie under oath. You lie in the meetings with the congressional oversight. The the people that are are uh, advising and con- and consenting to your nomination. Uh, and then you do whatever the fuck you want when you're on the bench, even though you just lied in front of everyone, God and everyone. You know, you put your hand up in the air and you swore to your fake Jesus that you hate, that um, you would tell the truth, but you weren't telling the truth because you 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 pretend to hate abortion, but you create so many abortions, you know. Anyway, that's Kavanaugh. He, that's what he is. He's like, they're, they're all the same. They're all the same. So he apparently was like, you, that's, you know, you don't know. I won't do that. Bullshit. Well, people, I guess, are done with conservatives lying to their face, so. Although that was bad enough. But that is not my concern. Well, well, tell us. My concern is the damage done to the institution of the court. Oh, my God. I my agree. opponent is a serial liar. Wow. Tell us. Tell us what she lied about. You got any examples that we can look up? I mean, I guess the people of Wisconsin must be a bunch of dumbs, dum-dums. She's a serial liar? Wow, these people are fucked up. I have to congratulate the people of Wisconsin for making the correct choice. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Disregarded judicial ethics. <laughs> She's demeaned the judiciary Incredible. with her behavior. This is the future that we have to look forward well, to. Fuck off then. Go, go uh, secede into the woods. Sore losers. I've been committed to the rule of law my entire career. Well, oh well. I understand this to be the most what fundamental a whiny basic bitch. promise of civilization. They are such whiny bitches. And in its heart, it lives in the judiciary. And if not there, nowhere at all. Go home. We've had this laid out plainly for us. We have the rule of law or the rule of Janet. Incredible. People of Wisconsin have chosen the rule of Janet. The rule of Janet. Oh, wah, wah, fucking wah. Do these bitches ever, ever grow up? The rule of Janet. Well, he's, of course, a Trump fanzy. And that's who they are. They hate America. And there you go again. They really do. That's another example. Because, I mean, they never grow up. They are all about them. You know, it's not about the Constitution. It's not. They don't know about about grace and defeat. You know, I mean, they don't understand that because it is. It it takes maturity 
to be able to take a loss, you know, and learn from it. Okay, I wasn't chosen. You know, move the fuck on. But and to show, you know, show your uh your your children, show the youth of the country. This is what men do, right? They they gracefully concede. He had to act like that? And that's who they are. And you know what? I don't know, man. Is it, it I know it's been old for me for I mean for decades now this this shit. Isn't it getting old for everybody? This can't be um attractive to people. These republicans, they are they are a cult. They are absolutely a cult. They have nothing to offer. I mean, they're so um they they're such babies. You know, they are so uh they 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 have such, you know, strong words when democracy says, you know, no thanks. Take a take a knee, get get lost or whatever. They have nothing to say though when children are massacred in school, right? Then they're like, eh, there's just nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. But they're such victims, you know, because that's the thing. Um, um, here in America, the real victims, I didn't realize this, but I, I'm, now I'm getting it. Uh, the victims are, it's not, you know, who you might think. The real victims are Republicans, you know, white, straight-acting Republicans. Rich, white Republicans. They are the real victims. And this is another thing, I, I now that I'm saying this, because that's what, that was the message from the maggots at yesterday's protest. They were, uh, another thing they kept saying to us was, you're racist. Everybody's racist. You see, everyone's racist against them. And that's what Trump does. You see, like with Fonnie Willis and Alvin Bragg, they're racist against him. You know, but notice how, of course, they're black and they're racist. It's racist when rich white con men aren't allowed to get a ro uh, away with yet another crime. And, you know, to tell you, everybody's like, it's a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. For, uh, every misdemeanor is not a misdemeanor because he used those misdemeanors to cover up a felony. Numerous felonies, and that makes 34. To cover up uh, bad, uh, un what do you call it, damaging information that he didn't want to get into the campaign because the Access Hollywood tape had just come out and it, there were he, he was trying to deceive the voting public as to what kind of so-called man he was. And you don't, uh, it doesn't matter if it's, it's, it's not just him falsifying documents. He did, the other thing is that each of these falsified documents carries uh, a, a term of four years in jail if he's convicted. Good. Lock him up. Lock him up. Oh, the uh, one thing I did like yesterday on Twitter, I think locked him up was trending. <laughs> Uh, Republicans are just mad. You know, they tried to get Hillary Clinton. They spent millions of dollars on her, like try hounding her. 
But anyway, oh, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. I'm sorry, right out of the gate, Jim, with a super chat. Of course, thank you so much, Jim, and thank you for being a moderator as well in the chat room. And thank you, Roy, for your super chat. You mess with New Yorkers, they will mess with you back. That is true. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I love. So, and, well, in keeping with um, Republicans, uh, who's, I guess this is a game we can play. Who's the real victim? Well, another, um, another very uh, famous, I don't know, uh, another upstanding Republican was at, the the protest yesterday uh, in support of his dim fiora and that was george santos who was harassed and also uh, i don't know if you saw the the clips from the daily show it's george santos and uh, that was that was pretty good where they were uh, asking him are you here to bring legitimacy to the to the to the process well, George Santos, this was a more uh, obscure video. He he was run out of there as well, and uh, someone caught up to him on the street. I, I'm doing nothing. I'm leaving. Are they asked co- him, what are you doing, George? So here we go. I, I'm doing nothing. I'm leaving. Are you coming back at all later today? No, because... He- I, I'm doing nothing. I'm leaving. Are you coming back at all later today? No, because you guys make it unbearable to be here. Why are you here then? You see how he's upset? No, because you guys make it unbearable to be here. I'm doing nothing. You make it unbearable because you're such a victim, right, George? Yeah, all the people asking you about your knee replacements and your fake... Um, well, what else is fake? Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. I got another video here. Here it is. His fake, uh, university degrees. Hold on. George! Are you guys gonna... Oh, shut up. What's the story? He's such a victim. Congressman, all the cameras are back here. George, are you finally bringing legitimacy to this process? George, we want to hear you about your volleyball career. George, 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 speak up. We want to hear the legitimacy you're bringing to this process. Come on, guys, come on. Come on, that's enough. That's enough. You see that guy there? Going, that's enough, guys. That's enough. Fuck you. That's that Vishbura guy that I got on the phone that time. The one that was like, I love that AR-15 pin. The one that was like, no, we won't be resigning. I was on the phone with him for like a half an hour. I told you this. I just called up George Santos's office. Just, I I didn't even, I I wasn't even set up to record. I was just calling to say, resign, you you filthy con man, as you do in your spare time. And Vish Burr answered the phone and he was, and he kept going back at me. He was like, we will not resign. The it says the honorable George Santos. Uh, uh, he's the honorable George Santos, and I was just like flabbergasted. Honorable? It's not, is it honorable to make up a lie about your mother's death? 
is it honorable to kill a dog for $3,000? Is it honorable to steal checks in Brazil or anywhere else? Is it honorable to have a checks, I mean, a, a credit card skimming scheme? Is it honorable to run a Ponzi scheme? Is it honorable to say you graduated from two universities you never attended at all? You have no education? Is it honorable to say that to, well, to not pay your rent, to only be, uh, to only have a roof over your head because of a, an eviction moratorium and then go on, uh, uh, go on Twitter and say, when will they end the eviction, eviction moratorium? Because I can't collect rent on my 13 properties that I don't have. Is that honorable? Is that honorable behavior? You see, honor is an action, but Republicans, they they don't know that. They treat it like everything else. It's like their, it's like their uh, New York Times bestsellers, right? All of these right wingers, they write, they they want the accolades of a New York Times bestseller, but they nobody gives a shit what they're saying. So they sell all their books in bulk. You know, they buy uh, all these companies like the Heritage Foundation and different, different right-wing organizations. And, and the candidates themselves will buy their books in bulk. So they give them out as whatever, giveaways. If you donate $5, you get a book. So if, you're, if you look at the New York Times bestseller list, they'll have little stars or uh, some kind of marker next to them. Some of them will, so which will differentiate those who are actual New York Times bestsellers or bulk sellers. But that's, you know, that's Republicans for you. Everything is a scam. Everything is a grift. It's all for show. So it doesn't matter. You know, he's supposed, George Santos is supposed to be a struggling landlord when he's actually uh, a deadbeat tenant. It's incredible. I have tenants, Santos claimed on Twitter, that he wasn't getting paid for his 13 properties. When will this eviction moratorium end? Incredible. And, uh, of course, his sister, who just settled a, an eviction case for not paying rent for, guess what? How many? What? Three years. Three. Three. Fucking parasites, these people. You know, these are the same people that are like, landlords can't get a break. When can the landlords get a break? Well, maybe if you started paying some rent... You fucking bunch of, oh my God, Inc- they're unbearable. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough, everybody. This is enough. You got. You know what really gets on my nerves about him too? Besides everything else, is everything is guys, guys. Come on, come on, give me some room here, guys. Come on. He's he's trying to be like. You know, I'm just like, I'm just a normal guy. Hey, guys, hey, you know, I got, I have a very uh, even keel. Guys, guys, please. And that's why you have the Vishboro clown going, Hey, that's enough. 
that's enough, everybody. You know what? Why don't? Why are you there? You know, but of course, you know why he's there. He's there because he's a sociopath, like the con man, like the like the you know the big chief con man. He's a narcissist, and the both of them. They love this. They love the attention. That's why he's there. You know, he knows that his entire uh, constituency hates his guts, that the Republican Party in Nassau County is not supporting him in any way, that when you call his, that his constituents are being um, funneled to other representatives in that area, if they need constituent services. So I guess he's got the time to go anywhere he wants to go. But he goes there because he's trying to, you know, he is going to run for re-election. Of course, we will wipe the floor with him. But it's, you know, it's another grift. Uh, but they need their non their narcissistic supply. So, I and I have to tell you, though, just, just in aside, too, and I wish I had grabbed this. I tried to, but I I couldn't get it off New York One. The local news, I was so surprised. There's a local news, you know, if you guys are, if any of you guys for, are from New York, you know, New York One, and I, I tweeted at New York One after I saw this, but they, th- th- what was this? Oh, yeah, it was about the Trump impeachment. Uh, not impeachment, the indictment. And they asked, uh, they were... Um, you know, taking, you know, man on the street type deals. What do you think? Uh, and this was the local, you know, New York one. You don't, you only get it in this area. And um, they, they actually went to George Santos for a comment. And they, uh, and they had, you know, they're cutting the story together. And then it was like, I don't think it's right. I think it's great. It's about time. You know, they had different, uh, of course, they got the both sides, both sides. And then they went to George Santos. And he was like, I think it's um, it's terrible. It's a witch hunt. It's blah, blah, blah. And then they cut back to, you know, the rest of this this news package. And I, I was fucking flabbergasted. What? And I tweeted at them, I sh- I wish I, I should have called them. Maybe I should, I'll still call them. But I mean, I said to them, what are you doing? The entire city of New York is trying to get rid of this guy. And you're legitimizing him by interviewing him. And uh, I mean, how many there are there are other representatives from New York you could interview. OK. He is a pariah like the con man he worships. The one, the con man he emulates. So that was very troubling and disgraceful. And this, but this, don't you see when that happened for George Santos, when the New York One cameras were there, what do you think? He was like, oh, yes, yes. Uh, They're going to uh, forget that I'm a complete fraud. And but this is how low the Republican Party has gone, and that's why they must be unapologetically, without you know any hesitation, 
smashed legally and peacefully into history's trash pile. Like when you put some trash in the trash pile and you jump on it, that's what has to happen with the Republican Party because they are irredeemable now. Any party that allows the likes of George Santos in it and keeps them there because they have no integrity and they need what they need the vote. You see, Nancy Pelosi had the same margin in the house and she was able to get a lot of shit done. But Kevin McCarthy is a, is a weak bitch and uh, really perjury trader green is in charge, but that that's just it's a disgrace but not you know and just to say that it's not just george santos of course you know any party that allows george santos any party that allows that has donald trump as a standard bearer come on donald trump a filthy filthy lifelong tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator con man with a fake university and a fake vitamin scam, and a fake charity, and a, a serial bankruptcies, history of sexual assault. I mean, everything about the, the con man is disgusting. He has zero redeeming qualities, and I want somebody, on, anybody on the chat to give me a redeeming quality for him. Is there any redeeming qualities for Trump? And there is, there's no redeeming the Republican Party anymore. I mean, these are the same people that warned us about Trump, right? I think he's a kook, right? Well, here's from uh, 2016. A toxic mix of demagoguery and mean-spiritedness and nonsense that will lead the Republican Party to perdition. Donald Trump's candidacy is a cancer on conservatism. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. I will not Incredible. stop until we fight a man that chooses not to disavow the KKK. That is not a part happened, of our party. Nikki? That's not who we want as president. We will not allow that in our country. But I think a campaign bears responsibility for creating an environment. When the candidate urges supporters to engage in physical violence, to punch people in the face, the predictable consequence of that is that it escalates. When someone is seeking a position of leadership and is already in a position of influence, you speak responsibly. This notion that a president can just say anything they want, or even a presidential candidate can say anything they want, whatever comes to mind, it's, it's just not true and it's reckless and it's dangerous. If we reach a point in this country where we can't have a debate about politics, without it getting to levels of violence and anger where people think that just because you're angry, you can say <laughs> and almost do anything you want, we're going to lose our republic. Oh, wow. How interesting how things change, right? Now they're, I mean, every single one of the, those, those filthy con assholes, con republicans, are, uh, they're singing a new tune, right? He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. Yes. If he yes. decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. Right. And I would talk to him about it. You know, I mean, that's something that we'll have a conversation about at some point if 
that decision is something that has to be made. But yeah, I would, I would absolutely. I had a great working relationship with him. I appreciated the way he let me do my job. Um, I thought we did some fantastically great foreign policy things together. Incredible. And look, I just want to keep building on what we accomplished. and not oh, wow. I'm going to do something I haven't done for the entire campaign, for those of y'all who have traveled with me all across the country. I'm going to tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. This man is a pathological liar. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. And in a pattern that I think is straight out of a psychology textbook, his response is to accuse everybody else of lying. <laughs> he accuses everybody on that debate stage of lying. And it's simply a mindless yell. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. Yeah, the man so ca true. cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. A narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. Donald Trump is such a narcissist that Barack Obama looks at him and goes, dude, what's your problem? Oh, shut the fuck up. See, I mean, they can't help it there, too. Oh, Barack Obama's a narcissist, right? Because why? He's not a moron like you? Dude, you see, the thing that that's it's just not funny. The the thing that makes the uh, that makes humor is that it has to have some anchor in truth. So, hey, Donald Trump is such a narcissist. He says Barack Obama looks at him and says, dude, what's your problem? waiting for the laugh track, right? I mean, it's not funny. Dude, what's your problem? What, see, and I guess that's an, another example of Republicans living in an alternate reality. But he had to at least, you see, in, I'm sure in his mind, he's like, here I am. This is what he's thinking, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm telling the truth about Trump. I'm telling the truth about Trump. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm telling the truth about Trump. Now, I have to say something about a Democrat. I gotta, I gotta zing a Democrat in here. Because uh, Donald Trump is such a narcissist. Barack Obama looks at him and says, dude, what's your problem? Because Barack Obama is like a narcissist, like him, like Trump. It's not funny. Nobody, nobody thinks that. That's not a thing. Nobody's like, oh, Obama is such a narcissist. Unless you're a fucking piece of dirt like Ted Cruz, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe is that something that they think of? You know what it is? It's that he's uppity. You know, he's just too uppity. He doesn't know his place. Barack Obama does not. He's and I guess for racists like Republicans, they that's that might ring true so to call him a narcissist is sort of like saying uppity i guess that's probably why he's like yes yes let me um i gotta uh do something i gotta say something about a democrat this isn't going over it's not gonna go over well jesus christ barack obama i hate them i hate these people are they people? That is a question. 
That so what's going to happen? I just wonder what's going to happen to this Dan Kelly asshole. Are they are people going to be like, um, dude, what's your problem? Will they, uh, will they, lambast him as he, as he rightfully deserves? Because I'm looking at some of the headlines and it's a little annoying like abc wisconsin supreme court candidate delivers fiery bitter concession speech fiery i wouldn't call it i would say bitter why do you need fiery this does not end well it doesn't is that another threat from a right-wing trader this does not end well. But that's what we're hearing from the true believers. I hope they all kind of go the heaven's gate route. That's the other thing when I was watching these Trump Anzies, I was thinking, you know, this is I mean, obviously it's definitely a cult. And I had I just recently watched that documentary on HBO, The Vow, about the Nexium cult. The whole thing um, that I watched the whole two seasons. I hadn't seen it before. It's very interesting and um, uh, yeah, very. Uh, it reminded me watching these freaks of uh, of the cult of the Nexium cult too, except. That it's a little different, but it made me think that because the thing that was fascinating about that cult was that you know this Keith Raniere guy is to me was such a fraud. He was trying to pass himself off as the smartest person in the world, the smartest, and and that is kind of like a Trump anzi thing, you know, where they think Trump is a successful businessman, despite the history of serial bankruptcies and being the single biggest loser American taxpayer from the years that we have seen his tax returns. I mean, he somebody had to be the one who lost the most money, and it was him. He, according to his tax returns, well, he probably cheated on, but he lost more money than every other American taxpayer and which meant that he was given a uh, more money. He was given socialism. He received more money uh, by far because he was the single, but he was the biggest loser. But the, one of the things with this Keith Ranieri joker was that he um, was he he said he was the smartest man in the world he he took an IQ test and he he got a 240 IQ the highest recorded IQ test ever and and so he's taking that big brain of his his very big a brain and he's coming up with another multi-level marketing scam you know and that's kind of like a Trump cult where, you know, it doesn't have to be rational. If you have the, a very big a brain, well, why don't you, wouldn't you be like Einstein or something, you know, doing something actually productive? But his, with his very big a brain, 
it always seems it's very fascinating to me but they um his very big brain tells him to get a lot of underage girls to uh you know have sex with him that's what they do i mean there's nothing more basic than that nothing more basic bitch than that you know the very big brain that all it's a, it's just about uh, the same old boring tedious basic bitch attempt to assault young girls right and that's same thing with trump you know it's all about well sociopathy narcissism but who believes this shit i it's fa- it's fucked up i mean i don't get it who believes like you know oh he's got the best brain I got a very big a uh, brain, but that was Trump. <laughs> One step forward, two steps back, two goose steps. That's funny on the chat. Really? A very big a uh, brain. Maybe I should start saying that I have the lar- the highest IQ in all of the liberal media. <laughs> no, they won't believe it. They'll say, what about Tom Hartman? Um, I don't know. I think I could hold my own. Well, anyway, Republicans are disgusting and they're violent. They're crying. They're angry. And, uh, they, they're really unhinged and they're talking about murder and putting Democrats against the wall and things like that. Here's here's a conservative who probably has a lot of funding and doesn't have to say, please become a patron, but Ladies whatever. and gentlemen, they're not going to stop. You must be mentally prepared because they're, they're going to just keep doing it. They'll <laughs> arrest your president. They'll take away your guns and ship them to the Taliban, of course. Yeah, sure, sure. That's what they do. All of you law-abiding citizens, by the way, turn in your guns and turn them into Mr. Frickin' Goat Plugger. Taliban. Taliban, Taliban, Taliban. Joe Biden, the gun grabber. These leftist gun-grabbing Maoists. Right. You will never have a peaceful resolution with. They're going to come and kill you. They're going to come and kill you. Projection or confession, right? And and watching this clip was bad enough. Who who literally like seeks that shit out and watches it and supports it? Right? They're coming to get your guns. This is a theme, too. They're like they're they arrested your president. They're coming for your gun. So if you can't have assault weapons that means you're not free according to republicans and that's another thing with these right wingers they're they're you know that old man we were fighting or debating with were um debating with the brick wall um you know we don't have a constitutional right to an assault weapon but okay who who that's why it's pointless to debate these people they they're not interested in in a debate they're interested in authoritarian control that's it and and everything that they say that we're interested i'm like you know we're not interested in that 
I'm we're just trying to ensure that you know e pluribusunum is 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 in in is in action. We're trying to ensure that people can have you know live their fucking life without some right winger telling them that they can't read a book or li- or or literally live their authentic life with it without some filthy right winger sticking their ignorant nose into their family's business saying like what do you know about your own child yeah you're trying to save your child's life and then you here comes uh you know that dumb bitch from the rally make the one who was making all the cunnilingus gestures cuz they that's how, who they are they're they're operating on a I mean, to say 10th grade level is to, is to honor them. They're operating on like a prepubescent level. They, they're infants. They have, uh, they're, they're emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies. They never grew up. And what are the, I mean, I'm seeing it in my mind right now. This one of this bitch was like, um, arguing with somebody and then was like, see, gotcha. Like they said something. She, he was like, whatever, bitch. And uh, she's like, got you. Like, oh, she got the last word. The guy was just like, I'm out. I'm not engaging with a child. And she's like, got you. I win. Got you. No, honey, you lose. You don't understand. You lose. You will not age well. None of them will. And I'm telling you yet again, mark these words. We should put it on the calendar and take start taking a, a, a bets or something. But one day soon, very soon, those who, who supported Trump will only speak of it in shamed whispers. That day will come. It will be like the, it will be like supporting the KKK, you know? It's kind of be a, uh, anybody, you know, there will be some people, right, who are in the KKK, but they will be a marginalized group and everybody will know it. That day's coming. It's coming soon, sooner rather than later. It really is. And the Republicans are, you know, good. I'm glad they're hooking their, their uh, wagon to that stinking star because like, uh, what? Who said this? Rick Wilson wrote the book. Whatever Trump touches dies. Unfortunately, he had his tiny fingers around the neck of the of the American government. But um, let's just hope he uh, chokes out the GOP. Really disgusting. Thank you, covert white rabbit, for your super chat. Trump is like a smart person, according to him. <laughs> all right isn't he what he said trump is like a really smart person according to him which means he is not actually a smart person but can pretend he is one that says everything exactly exactly well they all they all think they're smart they really do where's this other one? Oh, here's another one they're warning of uh you know death camps and shit and uh death but then people step forward with faith and courage. And, um, yeah. but I, and I, we're I, seeing I a little gonna... bit of that, don't you think, right now, Bill? When we're seeing 
how the, oh the electorate has responded. Even many of Donald Trump's foes have responded. Um, almost, it, it just calls to my mind um, the, the scripture that says all things work together for the good of those who love God and live according oh to his precepts. And it really God does seem like right. Help um, us. God absolutely is using some of this, um, not just to shine the light on truth, but also uh, to really increase good in our culture and maybe even to increase our commitment to activism in his name. That's what I want to ask you. Um, I want to ask you about, you know, none of us look back at what happened in in Russia or in Uh Mexico or in especially more recent history um, you know, with Hitler, Stalin, uh-huh. Mao. Like you um, know, most of us don't look back at that and think. Oh. What? Give us a a rundown. This is what I want. Somebody, someone on the corporate media, whoever gets to you know, interview one of these maggots um, who has a platform and thinks that they know something, and they start talking about Hitler or or Mao. Like they're all talk- saying, "This is Mao shit. This is Pol Pot shit." This is Hitler's shit. Well, tell me, give me the elevator speech about Hitler. Okay? Give me the elevator speech about Mao or uh, uh, a Pol Pot. They don't know anything. I will bet you you anything that they won't be able to do it. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't have a grasp of history at all much they have they don't have a grasp of reality what makes you think they would have a grasp of history of course not this is like mao this is like hitler it's the same thing that we have to endure all the time like with that dan whatever the guy's name is the judge the the um you know the pathetic judge who doesn't know how to concede like a man um it's the same thing you know they just say it's the worst ever liars saying bad things, lies and lies and, but no, no examples. Well, give me an example. It's, this is like Hitler. Well, how, how, how is it like Hitler? Explain it. You know, it's, I'm so sick of this shit. And it happens all the time. It does. It happens on the corporate media. We we've talked about it before. They say the same thing that uh, America doesn't look like you know socialism or capitalism. They're like they hate socialism. Well, explain it. What is it? Give me an example. Go instead of following Trump's fucking uh, you know limo like he's OJ, like it's the OJ Bronco chase. Why don't you do a, a 10 minute say? Why don't you do a whole uh, half day like you did uh, hovering over Trump's limo on the BQE or wherever he was or uh, West Side Highway? I don't even know where he was. But just uh, why don't you do instead of we you know you could still you could still have Trump's limo from uh, an aerial shot and you could put it in the corner but do a whole thing about how uh you know the the 10 happiest countries on earth what they do, what their social safety net's like, something like that. Do something like that. Do, you know, how the 10 happiest places on earth are all the democratic socialist countries where they have a strong social safety net. They have a strong sense of community, and that's what it's about. They have a sense of we're in this together. 
that's what the problem is here. And in fact, you know, another very tragic part of the whole way that Republicans are destroying the country is that, you know, we know that Putin is enjoying this. This is part of what he wants to do. This is how, uh, you know, he couldn't have asked for a better um, dumb, dumb puppet to help destroy this country. In fact, in uh, in Russia, the state media is not only mocking Trump, but they're pointing this all out. They're pointing out how the American people are divided and Right, they call the uh, Sergey Mardan, the host of Solovov, whatever live, described the situation in the U.S. as a slow simmering civil war. He said, uh, "What else?" Dmitry Mikhanov, who formerly served as a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute but later returned to Russia, told the host that Trump is a beacon of conservative values who is being persecuted for his beliefs against a backdrop featuring Trump behind bars and a scantily clad Stormy Daniels. Mikhailov described a deep civilizational divide brewing in America on the basis of race, religion, and politics, with Trump's arrest exacerbating the situation. This is a serious conflict that is almost of a religious nature, and we're certainly glad if everything is bad in America, it will impact us. But the enemy has to be destroyed. Well, congratulations, Republicans. You know, really. Congratulations, Republicans. You really pleased your master, Putin. He's very happy. They're all happy. They're dan- they were already dancing on the grave of the American experiment. Well, let's continue with these dumb bitches. I would have sat idly by while there were death camps. Oh, I would have stood by while they took their guns. But here... Okay, um, here's what's annoying. Well, they're all annoying, but you, you see how they're they're intermingling. This has been going on with... Uh, not just the whatever this is, Real America's Voice. You know, this is, um, I think it's Newsmax. And then it's on Fox News where they're like, not a good time to give up your AR-15. Now they're, they're, just think about what they're doing. They are conflating the con man who, who, for, who forged, who falsified business records to cover up an affair, not affair, who cover up the fact that he underwhelmed a porn star while his his third trophy wife was home recovering from childbirth, that he used payments to this hush money payments to a porn star, to uh, and and then he falsified the documents and submitted them to the IRS and the state of New York, and then falsified them in his business records as business expenses. And the reason this is a felony is because they are, you know, was used to deceive the, um, you know, the election laws of New York to get around the election laws. So about campaign contributions and whatnot. 
also in furtherance of a crime. So, all right, whatever. But what they're saying is that Trump falsifying these documents and blah, 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 being held to account like every other citizen. And in fact, Alvin Bragg has, I mean, this is not the first case of this type he's brought to uh, to court. It's been over 100 cases of similar offenses that he's prosecuted and uh, that have been indicted by a grand jury and that he's brought to a prosecution. And uh, if not not doing it to, to the con man would be uh, uh, putting him above the law. But anyway, but these bitches are, are conflating this with Hitler. Hitler. That uh, it's the attack on the Jews the subjugation of the Jews in Nazi Germany. And of course they're mentioning, um, taking guns. Cause that's a whole other canard that the Republicans and the right wingers put out there as a justification. Cause they are, they're under this fucking fallacy that the second amendment is so we could all rise up against government, which is bull shit. So they use the, um, the subjugation of the of Jewish people and other minorities in Germany during not, uh, the rise of Hitler, which they would certainly be on the on the, the side of Hitler. There's no doubt. Um, they use it as this. They make they make shit up, saying that if only the Jews were uh, were armed. Um, but okay, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Let's just finish the end of this history. Um, you know, with Hitler, Stalin, Mao, um, most of us don't look back at that and think, oh, I would have sat idly by while there were death camps. Yes, you would oh, have. I would have stood by while they took their guns. But here we are, Bill. Oh my God. Here we are with people saying Such things bullshit. like, um, I, I don't watch the news anymore. It's too upsetting for me. Um, what is our role? If we are truly what staring down the role? barrel at massive assassinations like you're talking about and i don't doubt Who's it for one second think in fact i would put covid in that category and a lot of other things that yeah, have happened well, afghanistan and the list goes, go goes on during um, COVID. these assassinations might be more veiled but they're happening every day death camps might not be a thing that we're looking at what in america but this death camps are happening about? every single day um what is your advice to people as to how to recognize exactly where we are in this turn right and exactly how they can identify it and what they can do about it. Because I think that's what it really comes down to when you say pushback, right? <laughs> what? 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 I mean, hello? What, what, is there a question in there somewhere? I would have. I mean, she goes from saying that she would have stood up to the Nazis when we know that's bullshit. She would have been a Nazi. She is a Nazi. I would have stood up to the Nazis. And then she repeats the famous and often, uh, you know, the mis ridiculously, um, you know, malinformed uh, Republican conservative canard that the, that Hitler rose to power because Jewish they t they took guns from Jewish people and um, that's just not that's just bullshit because all right well let's get into it I'll just wanted to to clear this up since you can't let um, 
the stupid lay in the floor like a like a turd to stink up the place. But it's here's the thing: there, the the at the time of the um, of Nazis, the the Nazi rise to power, the, the um, Jewish people were one percent of the population. They were it's sort of like trans people here, you know, less than one percent. You know, but they became the targeted one of the you know, main targeted minority groups, along with others, uh, gypsies, gays, and uh, of course political um, dissidents or whatnot. But the, the 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 by the time the Nazis started to uh, they changed the laws. But what happened was you know they took of course they they. Uh, they did not allow for uh, the the Jews to have guns, but they also didn't allow Jews to have cars, bicycles, pets, radios. It was along with the rest of everything that they weren't allowed to have in preparation. I mean, not unbeknownst probably to the the Jewish people themselves, but in preparation that they were going to be uh, moved to camps, but the fact is, what were they going to do? They're, they were such a minority, they were not going to be able to rise up. And it, But in fact, the other thing is that the Jews, I mean, uh, the, the laws in Nazi Germany um, actually expanded gun ownership. So... While the Jews were being subjugated, this this happened all along. It wasn't. It was. It took, you know, a long time. By the time the gun laws came, into the, they started changing the gun laws. But it wasn't the gun. They they expanded gun laws in Nazi Germany, but the Jews were already being. They were already subjugated by this point. They were already being stripped of everything that makes somebody, you know, uh, an equal member of society. Like I said, including radios, cars, bicycles, pets. They weren't allowed pets. So to say it was because they didn't have guns, well, maybe it's because they didn't have cars. They couldn't get the fuck out. This is part of the, the problem. By the time they realized they should get out, it was too late. That they didn't, you know. Um, here's from an article from, uh, well, Channel Four in the UK. Shot down the myth distorting the U.S. gun debate. Um, let's see. We've already fact checked. Let's see. Let's see. U.S. President. This is written in 2013. Barack Obama is poised to tackle the gun issue um, in the State of the Union address. I mean, this this is think about this. This is an English um, website from Channel Four um, in uh, in the UK talking about the madness of American American gun control. So uh, the so-called Newton massacre has sparked angry debate in the United States on the merits of curbing gun control. I mean, curbing gun. In, uh, the why can't I read this? Merits of curbing gun use in the country where there is one weapon for every citizen, and I think that's now 
uh, increase. There's more. I think there's more than one for everyone. For some of the gun fans, the tragedy is proof that uh, more, not fewer, firearms are needed. Texas gun instructor Luke Price, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get to the point. Hitler said, oh, yeah, here it is. Texas gun instructor Luke Price gave us a roundup of some of the most commonly cited so-called facts quoted by the gun lobby. It's not just Mr. Price saying these things. The same statistics, quotations, and assertions come up again and again whenever the gun issues raise the gun issue raises its head. So Hitler said, "To conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens." This quotation has often been attributed to Adolf Hitler along with the words, this year will go down in history for the first time a civilized nation has full gun registration. Now this, I'm sure you've heard this from right-wingers. They, they quote, they have these spurious quotes all the time. Variations of these statements have been repeated countless times on internet forums and even printed on t-shirts and, bar, and, and car bumper stickers. But there is no evidence that the Nazi leader ever said either of those things. The only properly source, sourced Hitler statement on gun control we can find is this, quote, the most foolish mistake we could possibly make would be to permit the conquered Eastern peoples to have arms. History teaches us that all conquerors who have allowed their subject races to carry arms have prepared their own downfall by doing so. The context is important here. Hitler was specifically talking about how the Nazis would subdue the population in parts of Russia and Eastern Europe that they had just conquered. That's not generally what gun lobbyists have in mind when they talk about Nazi Germany. The usual argument is that Hitler introduced gun control to tighten his grip over a civilian population and allow him to commit atrocities. Wayne LaPierre, executive vice president of the NRA, put it like this. The German police state tactics left its citizens, especially Jews, defenseless against tyranny and the wanton slaughter and the wanton slaughter of a whole segment of its population. The truth, of course, is more complicated. The Nazis did enact a gun law, but only five years after they were voted into power. By that time, Hitler was firmly in control and uh, in control of most of the arms of the German state. Gun legislation had paid a negligible part in the process of his consolidating power, and the Nazi laws actually weakened existing gun control for most civilians. Most civilians. The 1938 statute superseded a law passed 10 years earlier by the Weimar governor, I mean government, and um, the new law lowered the age of minimum gun ownership from 20 to 18. It relaxed the rules on who needed a permit and applied only it uh, applied to handguns, effectively removing existing restrictions on rifles, shotguns, and ammunitions. The Jews were expressly banned from owning weapons, and there were reports of police disarming Jews so shortly before Kristallnacht. But 
Um, so it is possible to argue that the Nazis pursued a policy of disarming Jews as a precursor to mounting attacks, but whether that means that the crimes of the Holocaust would not have happened if more Jewish citizens had been armed is highly questionable. And, and uh, like all questions in hypothetical history, impossible to answer. So um, it is ridiculous for Republicans, as usual, to think that, you know, they're going that that yeah uh, i mean it's just like any excuse for um more guns but it's another way of 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 republicans to think you know to separate the people from the government you know because in their minds the it's the the government is tyrannical you know the government um, when it's not tyrannical, they're the fucking tyrants, really, because the we're, what are we trying to do? What's the government trying to do? It's trying to function. It's trying to uh, be a democracy. It's trying to run elections without interference from Russia. It's trying to run elections without interference from Republicans. It's trying to, you know, uh, count the votes without the fucking so-called president of the United States getting on the phone and saying, I just want you to find me 1,300 votes. Come on, man. Give me a break here. Come on. But, and, you know, oh, whoa, this is what we're trying to do. Is this tyrannical? They feel like they're being ty- tyrannized if somebody is living an authentic life. That's, you know, they're being tyrannized by your very existence. If there's nothing more Nazi than that, you know, according to Republicans, they're being tyrannized if some, if a trans person lives their authentic life. They're just, now this trans person is just living their life, trying to be happy in this blip of time that we all share together. You know, this very limited lifespan that we have. Unfortunately, we have to share with a bunch of morons. But, you know, they're just going about their business. But then then you have Republicans, you know, writing laws against them, um, vilifying them, telling lies about them, calling them all kinds of names, groomers, everything else under the sun, except by their fucking name they want to be called. Right? So the, the, what's more Nazi than that? Than um, saying that this minority group is tyrannizing you to the point that you have to suppress that minority group by legislation and then by what? Then, uh, right? Uh, legislating them isn't enough after a while because the pesky th- people will just continue to be who they are. You know, you, you're not going to legislate trans people out of existence. Uh, gay people, trans people have always existed. So, yeah, well, well, this is, they've already begun saying things like, we need to annihilate them, eradicate them. And then they're, they're, they're the ones, though, talking about Nazis. We're Nazis. Because the law is applying to a, a, a white guy, a so-called rich white, white guy. 
And then, you know, anyway, I'm just sick of them. But uh, if uh, any any excuse to be able to, I guess, terrorize the rest of us with their with their violence, you know, because they they have guns. Because the I mean to say that we have guns to overthrow the government, that's you know, you're a domestic terrorist. You're not a patriot. You are a terrorist. You're a fascist. You hate democracy, and you're trying to overthrow democracy. So, you know, uh, you're not the patriot in this scenario. I know it's hard to, um, you know, wrap your head around it, but I want most, most, I want to, you know, remind everybody, and including myself, that most people aren't these people. They're not the morons. They are a minority. They really are. But we must, that's why we have to stand up to them wherever they are, you know, legally and peacefully. But they can't, we, we can't let their stink lay in the floor because somebody might think that it's rational. You know, they're not, there are, who knows, you know? I don't know. It's kind of weird. When I uh, watched that, that, <laughs> that, uh, that show the vow, you know, some seemingly very smart, creative people fell for, you know, that bullshit. But I don't know. That that's one thing that I didn't see in the Trump cult. I didn't see smart, creative people. Well, that you know, now that I'm thinking about this, I think the reason is. One of the things with the with the Nexium cult, now that I'm processing this in real time now, it's they were because they were um I'm trying to real uh because um they were about helping, right? Self improvement. Ultimately they were trying to be good people, right? Help each other, help uh whatever society. And what are Trump and Z's trying to do? I guess you could say they think, uh, do they really think they're helping when they're motivated by drinking the tears of their fellow Americans? Is that helping? No. And when they're, they're selling merchandise with Trump like this and uh, shirts that say, fuck your feelings, right? I mean, that's, you're, you're, you're just a bunch of, uh, traitors who hate, hate your fellow Americans. So I guess that's why there's no, um, intelligent, creative people in the Trump cult. They're just ugly, really ugly people, you know, on the inside. They very, they really are. They're ugly people small, ugly, very, uh, grating, exhausting, cultish, cultist people, cult, they're a cult, <laughs> they're a cult, yes, I, it is true, let me see, where is this, did I play this already, oh, massive, yes, MAGA hosts warns of massive assassinations and death camps if Trump is arrested. Q. 
Keep it coming, though. We need more indictments. Hurry up. We got more indictments. Oh, and here's... This is how... Another example of how much of a cult they are. Here's perjury trader Green. President Trump is joining some of the most incredible people in history being arrested today. Um, <laughs> Nelson Mandela was arrested, served time in prison. Jesus... <gasps> Jesus, Jesus was arrested and murdered that? by uh, the Roman government. There have no, been many people throughout no, history no, that have no, been arrested no, 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 no. and persecuted by radical, corrupt no, governments. And no, it's beginning no, today no, no, in New York City. Um, and I just can't believe it's happening, but I'll always support him. He's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong. He's perfect. Like Roger Stone. Roger Stone has done nothing wrong. They've all done nothing wrong. Perfect phone call. Perfect, perfect. Perfect, smaller than an average, perfect, perfect. He's done nothing wrong. I've always supported him. See, Jesus, Jesus was was murdered by the Roman government. No, that's not true. That's just not true. You know who mur murdered Jesus? Oh, oh, I got the answer. Please pick me. Conservatives murdered Jesus. They don't even read their own Bible. Remember that whole Pontius Pilate guy? And then the conservatives, they, they were pissed off because Jesus came to town and he, the, during the, this religious festival where the, the conservatives in power were getting paid because the Jews had to take a ritual bath. And the conservatives, you know, they, they were making big buku bucks charging people for this. And Jesus was in town. He was like, you don't have to pay anybody to do that shit. You know, you don't need this. You could just pray here. You could pray out in the open. He was cutting into their profits. So... They went to the Roman governor and they said, hey, you know, you got to do something about this radical out here. He's telling people, you know, that we are not in power, that, you know, he's just going against all of our, uh, you know, scams, all our religious scams. And remember, I mean, he, the, they lobbied him. They lobbied the Roman governor. And it says it right in the Bible where he, Pontius Pilate, he tried to talk them out of it. He was, and, and then when he went to the crowd, he was like, look, we got this guy here. We got this guy. He's this. And, uh, you know, he's done all these crimes and whatnot. And then we got this guy, Jesus. And, you know, who, who do you want to execute? And they're like, uh, Barabbas, Barabbas, whatever. And then, and Pontius Pilate was like, wait, 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 look, this guy's done nothing. This guy's done this, that, and the other thing. And they're like, we, uh, we want him. Crucify him, crucify him, right? And then what, that's the whole, I wash my hands. Pontius Pilate said, all right, fuckers, you can have your Jesus. You could execute your Jesus. I have washed my hands of this affair. I'm out, he said. This is your sin, not mine. He was trying to shut them up. 
So, no, Jesus was not murdered by the Roman government. He was murdered by conservatives. Come on. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. I, I know more about the Bible than perjury trader green. But there you go. They just, they, they fix the facts around the policy. Everything is whatever suits them. They're babies, you know. The world is too complex. They will never learn. They're, they have closed minds. They don't want to learn. They don't like Jesus. You know, the Jesus that actually is, uh, you know, told them to pray in their closet, visit people in prison, follow, uh, give all your money to the poor, you know, because you're, you're, yours is the kingdom of heaven. It's easier for a rich man to go through an eye of a needle than to get into heaven and look at their standard bearer. Look at their standard bearer. Right. <laughs> Haiku, I doubt she knows why Mandela was arrested. Exactly. Why would she? They all, they throw these names around. They talk about history. They know nothing about history. And speaking of, another one, Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bulbert, who's another embarrassing example of how, how, how irredeemable the Republican Party is. Where is this? Lauren Bulbert. She just tweeted, not tweeted, she sent out a, of course, they're all fundraising off of this, off of Trump's, um, you know, finally not being above the law. She, she sent out a, a, a fundraising appeal. Here's from Newsweek. Lauren Boebert compares Trump, uh, Trump's arrest to what Hitler did in Germany. There you go, right? There's what I've been saying all along. What did Hitler do in Germany? Explain it. You know, this is what the re Republicans do. It's everything is they just throw their, their, uh, you know, their random thoughts at people. And you're all, it's like a Rorschach test. Uh, you're supposed to interpret it. Oh, this is the worst. Democrats do this all the time. they it's a witch hunt. It's, it's, uh, you know, just throw words. They, uh, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. What they've done. What, well, what have they done? It's just like what happened in Germany. It's like that other one. He was saying, uh, what's his name? Madison Cawthorn. It's like, it's just like the tribune of the plebs. It's just like what happened in the in ancient Rome. No, it's not. It's like what happened in the end of the Roman Republic. Look it up. Look it up, everybody. Well, I looked it up, and it's not like that at all. I've been looking it up for my whole life. You don't know shit, people. Stop embarrassing yourselves. What was that? It, was that Ben Franklin that said better to remain silent and be perceived a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt? Well, here comes per I mean Lauren Ban from the bowling alley, Bobert. This is from Newsweek. Representative, believe it or not, 
Lauren Boebert compared former President Asshole's arrest to the treatment of Adolf Hitler's political opponents in Nazi Germany ahead of his arraignment. Trump is set to be arraigned in New York City around 2.15 on Tuesday. Potentially, oh, wait, 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 wait. Where, where is it? I just want to get to the bottom of it. <clears throat> my, my, <clears throat> uh-oh, there goes my voice. Oh, Jesus, help us. Bobert, a dirtbag who is a staunch supporter of the con man, wrote in a letter to her supporters that she believes Trump arre- Trump's arrest is similar to the ways Hitler's political opponents were treated. What is she? No, no, no. According to a tweet, if that were true, Trump would already be gone. He would have been worked to death in, uh, you know, in Treblinka. That's what happened to, I mean, Hitler's opponents, political opponents, they first... They were all rounded up on uh, the night of the Reichstag fire. Put in a camp and worked to death. So, I mean, hello. That's that They wouldn't have a chance to be, you know, answer to their crime. There would be no lawyers involved. I mean, this is a nation of laws. I know you hate that, you stupid and failed your GED three times. She failed the GED. She passed it on the fourth try. Maybe it was a mercy. They couldn't, they they were like, get this bitch out of here. Just pass her. What's she going to do with it? She's just going on her OnlyFans account. What harm could she do with a GED? We are living in a fascist society, the email reads, because, you know, Republicans are ignorant and they, um, you know, every day is opposite day and it is either a confession or a projection. Facts. Donald Trump has been indicted solely because he is the the opponent of the current regime in power. It is exactly what Hitler did in Germany. (laughs) No, it's not. It's really not. It's not. It's what you know, democracies do when uh, a crook is on a crime spree. They 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 say, you know, enough crook. You're gonna have to come and answer for your crimes. You get to you get a chance to turn yourself in. You know, there's a grand jury. You get the indictment. You get to have lawyers. You get to plead your case. If you maybe you'll win. Maybe you'll win. Is that like Nazi Germany? Because Nazi Germany, you had no chance. You had no chance. You know, you're done. One guy says goodbye, and you're done. So Bobert um, continues to urge her supporters to get angry and start fighting to save America, as well as sign a petition to stand with conservatives everywhere to stop the fascist uprising. That would be like. You know, just stay home then. If you're gonna if you're gonna stop the fascist uprising, then stay home, conservatives. Stay home from on election day. 
incredible. No, it's not what happened. Here's the, here's her email. Fellow conservative, you're, no, fellow fascist. Fellow fascist. We are living in a fascist society. Now, these are the people that go and speak at events with Nazis, right? These are the people that have Erdogan or Viktor Orban. They love all of the world's dictators. These are the ones that are, are, are masturbating to Putin. They're salivating over Putin's military. Why can't we have a military like Putin has? Right? They're the ones that go and go on the 4th of July to have meetings with Putin. They're the ones who have nothing to say about their con man, their, their Fuhrer, having a secret meeting with Putin and not, uh, and, uh, and taking the transcripts, you know, what, this is, I think I was talking about this on the other show. Why we got to start this. We got to start the, you know, cause you know how the Republicans, that's the other thing at the, um, at the, uh, at the protest, you know, the, the cultists, they were talking, they, you won't even believe it. They were like, what about her emails, her emails? Her emails, I mean, they really were saying that. Hillary's emails. That poor woman and her emails. I mean, enough with the fucking emails. You, you dum-dums. You know how, many, how, how much we've, we've had to endure? If there was anything there, it would have been already addressed. But Hillary was, she sat and was un- put herself, you know, she was under oath. Not like half of these Republicans, they can never go under oath. They fight being under oath, they run, they hide, they ignore, you know, because they, they hate America. They, they are the enemies that the founders warned us about. What about her emails? Incredible. Look, it's exactly what Hitler did in Germany. It's exactly what Mussolini did in Italy. No, it's not. No, no. No, 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 no. Explain it. You couldn't even write a a five-page paper on what happened. I mean, at all. uh, uh, What happened in World War II. You would never... You you just don't know. You suck. You failed your GED three times. You're do- you don't have an education. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, and that, what I was going to say was that we have to start with... Uh, oh, what the fuck? What was it? See, now, of course, this is why we can't... Uh, we won't start with it because I can't remember. It was not her emails... What about, oh, the transcript. Yes, what, I gotta write this down. What about the transcript? Because, no, you know, that's the thing about Democrats. They don't know how to coordinate. And um, they really don't know how to stay on message. And they, and they need to listen to my show. But what, yeah, with this, what about her emails? What about her email? You know, everybody knows this. It's like, it's a tedious cliche. But, no one ever says, where's the transcript? Where's the transcript? It was just, it went down the memory hole. Where's the transcript between Trump 
and Putin. Why can't we read that transcript? What's in the transcript? Why was it confiscated? Oh, it's top secret? Well, where is it? People with top secret security clearance never got to read it. I don't trust that the con man had a secret meeting with an authoritarian that he, he loves, that he says, oh, can Putin be my best friend? Literally, he tweeted that. That he is Putin's bitch that, that subjugated himself in front of Putin on the international stage to the, uh, to the eternal shame of the country that he hates that he sucks on like a parasite, sucks life from a host. So why I want to see the transcripts. I want the Democrats to start saying, where are the transcripts? When they say, what about our emails? Well, what about his transcript? Where's the transcript? Jesus Christ. I got to, do I have to do everything? What about, I'm writing this down so I don't forget it. What about the transcript? What am I? Am I right here or am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I right or am I right? Where is the transcript? I mean, there's no, that should have been a bigger deal. You know, you have a secret meeting with an autocrat, an autocrat that that this orange dirtbag has a crush on, and. The orange dirt bag gets to confiscate the transcript and nobody gets to read it. There's no oversight. We're just going to trust. What, what do you think the con man was talking about with, the, with, his, um, with his furor? You think it was how to make the world safe for democracy? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Oh my God. This is like a Mad Libs of every Republican uh, faux rage. Let this sink in. Donald Trump was indicted before anyone on Jeffrey Epstein's client list. The weaponization of our justice system cannot stand. I agree. I agree. That's why, you know, we got to get rid of all these these political Republicans that, you know, we got rid of Trump because he weaponized the justice system. Oh, my God. The fascist uprising in our country. And that's, you know, every this is what Republicans do, you know. It's either confession or projection. They are fascists. They're fascists. So what do you do when you're a fascist and you don't want to be caught in the act of being yourself? You, uh, you call everybody a fascist. All right, listen, guys, guys, guys. I am losing my voice. I got to get unconscious. We got more stuff to talk about. And we will. We will. We will talk about... Well, we got a lot of work to do. 
That's it. I gotta. I really gotta start the uh, memberships on this channel. There's a way. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Maybe some people would want to be members on the YouTube channel. It just gives you options. And um, but thank you all for hanging out, and thank you for the patrons who are patrons on patreon.com slash taradevlin. If you can become a patron, please do. Thank you for supporting the show, keeping it going and growing, keeping me somewhat, somewhat not completely uh, crazy and lost in my despondency thinking about what Republicans are doing to America. We're in this together. And I appreciate that. To put it mildly. Well, thank you guys giving me some good feedback on the on the chat. I like to hear it. It makes it's encouraging. I need to hear it. I do. Because I'm my own worst critic, but that's the way it is. If you're not a sociopath, I guess. All right, you can hear my voice is fading. Fading out. And I left I put Tara Junior Junior in the bedroom. I'm sorry. I know people want to see him. I do too. He's just, he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I love him. But tonight, even as I was starting the show, he was like already jumping up. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't. I like when he just sits, but he's too much. He's getting very bitey. When my hands are going, he's like, bite. I love him though. We'll have him. He'll be back on Friday. I'll bring him out. I'm sure he's sitting by the door waiting to come to come out of the the bedroom. He's uh he doesn't like being contained. He's probably not happy. All right, but he'll be fine. I'll give him a treat. I'll say him, I'll say, "Hey, your friends and f your fans will see you on Friday." All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Al. I see you. Thank you so much. Thank you all. And remember, this is true. I know this more than ever now. Seeing those whew, cuckoos yesterday, that we will win. Thank you, Haiku, for being a moderator and always being there. I can't do it without you. Thank you so much. And Jim, thank you so much. And everyone else, Shadow Star Ace, Terry Taylor, Play Dave. Thank you, thank you so much, guys. Trucker John, Al. A lot of other people. Covert White Rabbit, nice to see you. The Big Cat, nice to see you. Nice to see you, Bracktooth. Nice to see you, Shadow Star Ace. Stephanie, nice to see you. Nice to see you, Winston. And everyone else who are, who maybe you're shy. All right, all right, guys, guys, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. But I know this more than ever. We will win. We will. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. BB Delay, thank you, thank you.
Thank you so much for hanging out, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And, and, I will see you. I will be taking attendance on Friday night. And Poppy should be here. Poppy Champlin should be here. So I hope you will all be there too. I'll see you on Friday night.